ladies and absolute legends. Andy here, author of The Best Tinder Guide on the internet, and guess what? Also author of The Best Threesome Guide on the internet. So I just finished, (laughs) finally, the end of the threesome guide that I wrote. So for those of you who don't know, I wrote a guide, How to Have Threesomes. And I wrote the first two parts. They're already up. You know, I put them up, God, like a year and a half ago or something on my website. And I kept saying, you know, I'm going to write the last three parts soon. Um, I just focused on other projects and other things first. And, you know, 2020 and 2021 were pretty fucking crazy in terms of moving and my mental health and alcoholism and all of that sort of shit. So the idea of sitting down and writing a massive guide just wasn't really appealing to me. So I kept putting it off and and doing all the easier content like podcasts and YouTube videos and coaching and all that sort of shit. But I finally sat down over the last like two months with Imogen as well. She helped me write it. She wrote a lot of this guide and we knocked out like the last half of the guide. And the way I'm releasing it is the first half of the guide is already up on my website. It's free. So you can go to killyourinaloser.com forward slash threesome dash guide, or you can just search for threesome guide on my website, obviously. Um, The first two parts are up there that will teach you pretty much everything you need to know about having a threesome. And then the last half of it is basically a paid book and a video course and a QA, and a you know, all wrapped up in a nice little package. So if you want that, go to the threesome guide. And like I said, it will be, I'll have a link at the end of it saying if you want to purchase the full part. The full part's actually sick, guys. Like you have no idea how much fucking fun this thing was to, to write. Like the last half of it is... Like the part that you pay for is what to actually do during the threesome, like how to initiate it, questions about, you know, what to do in the middle of it. How do you make it smooth? How do you make it fun? How, you know, all the fun things that you can do, the different techniques and and how you can make sure they both have a good time. I talk a lot about retention. We talked quite a bit about jealousy too. That's a question that comes up. Like if you're doing a serious relationship like I am with Imi, you know, how to handle that shit. But the last half of the guide, the last bit of the guide is the bit that like we're most fucking proud of, like holy shit. So we sat down and we wrote a guide or we wrote the last half of the guide for women. Because the point is for the last part of the guide, what we want you to do is you give it to your woman, like a girl that you're seeing doesn't have to be a serious relationship. I've had a couple of my coaching clients do this with just casual friends with benefits. You give her this last part of the guide and it's written for her, directly to her, speaking to her, like, hey, woman. And Imogen wrote it. My girlfriend Imogen wrote it. And then I added all my thoughts and and shit in there. But Imi wrote most of it. And it's written for her on how she can find other women for you two to sleep together. And so literally what I'm basically saying to you guys is we wrote you a fucking guide that you just hand to your woman and you get free pussy. You get free sex. Literally, she will go off and use her Tinder or her Hinge or she'll meet friends that she already knows or she'll bring some of her best friends in if if they're into that. All of that kind of shit. You just give her that and you get free sex. I mean, this is essentially what I've done with Imogen. You know, she brings in, at this point, honestly, she brings in, I'm going to say three times, maybe five times more girls than I do. You know, I'm busy with podcasts, with YouTube, with coaching, with all that kind of shit, right? And she's the one, she's like my adorable, beautiful little secretary. She'll go on her Tinder, her Hinge, and she'll bring in girls for us. She seriously brings in like five, it might even be like 10 times as many. I think of the last like 20 girls we've slept with, I've brought in like two or three Honestly, she's doing the vast majority of the work at this point. 
And so this guide, we're really fucking proud of this guide. I'm really excited about this guide because like I said, the last part of it is just hand the guide to your woman and holy fucking shit, she's going to bring you in free pussy. So that's a hell of a lot of fun. That's coming out. If you want that, like I said, sorry, that's already out. So if you want that, like I said, go into the threesome guide on my website and there'll be a link in there. I'll leave a link in the description as well. But enough about that shit. As excited as I am about that. We're going to talk a little bit today about the law of attraction. So, you know, a lot of if if you don't know what the law of attraction is, I think it gets gets misrepresented sometimes. But essentially, the law of the of attraction is if I believe that I deserve something, or if I sort of hold it in my mind and say I deserve this, I'm going to get this thing, I'm going to reach this goal, it will just happen for me. That's roughly the law of attraction. And the reason we're talking about this is I gave a book called Letting Go by David Hawkins to one of my coaching clients. And everyone I give this, or most people I give this book to fucking love it. So the book is Letting Go by David Hawkins. It's basically about finding inner peace, not stressing yourself out so much, being able to be a bit more stoic and accept reality as it is and all that kind of stuff and not like hate. Basically, the Bible quote, you know, grant me the serenity to to accept the things I cannot change change the things or the courage to change the things I can, the wisdom to know the difference. This book is sort of like that. But this guy, and I've had one other person say the same thing. I give them the book and they say, look, I I understand why you gave me this book. I can see the use of it of it, but I can't get over some of the woo-woo or the like ultra spiritual parts of it. To me, they just don't resonate. And so what I want to tell you guys, so if this guy in particular didn't like the bit about the law of attraction. For him, he's just like, this is not bounded. This is not grounded in science. This is not based in science. This is just woo-woo bullshit. He couldn't connect to him. And so I want to tell him the same thing I'm going to tell you guys, which is if you're reading a book like Letting Go, or you're reading any book in general, if there are parts of it that don't connect to you or that you don't like, or you just think are a bit too woo-woo or like whatever it is, Maybe you don't like the author, whatever. You're allowed to just kind of skim through those parts or take a step back. And this is part of what letting go literally tells you to do, which is almost ironic here. Part of what letting go teaches you to do is get outside of your own ego. It is your ego that says, oh, this book is woo woo. I don't like this, blah, blah, blah. That's you like not actually connecting to the principles that the person is trying to give you or the use that you could have from that book. One of my greatest strengths is the fact that I can not judge a book by its cover, funny pun intended, but that I can listen to like literally fucking Hitler say something. And in one part of my brain, I'm like, man, this guy's like an absolute fucking cock. I mean, that's like an understatement for Hitler, right? But I can say, you know, this guy is a hor- I-, I just don't like this human being. Holy fuck. Like he's done some fucked up shit. But let me see if there's something that I can take from the words that he's saying right now that I can apply to my life to be a better man. Even Hitler had some wisdom. I know a lot of people won't like me saying that, but everybody has some wisdom. And that's funny that that's part of what letting go literally teaches you. And I'm not having a go at this guy at all, at all. Please don't take this as a criticism of this guy because I get it. I have done the same thing myself. I'm not immune from this where I just don't like the tone of voice that someone speaks in or I don't like the language they use or I get triggered by certain words examples. I don't like a lot of pickup artist lingo. And a guy that I really fucking respect is Alex from Playing With Fire, 
just as a one example of someone that I actually respect, but he uses some lingo that I don't like myself. Now, do I say like, oh, look, Alex uses lingo I don't like. Oh, no, he's a pickup artist. And Alex is not a pickup artist. But, you know, even if he fucking was, there are some pickup artists that I like. There's a guy based in my old city in Melbourne that I liked a lot of the, the philosophies that he had. The point that I'm making here is if you don't connect with 100% of what someone says, beautiful. That's a good fucking thing. You don't want to just be a copy paste of other people. That's not good. You don't want to just listen to everything someone says and say, yep, everything they say I agree with and is perfect and I love the messaging. No, that will never happen. And so don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. If you don't know what that saying means for my European international listeners, that means be very careful. Like, like literally take it literally. Imagine you had a bath full of water, you have a little baby in there, and you're like, oh man, this bath water is dirty, let me throw it out, and you just throw all of it out, literally you throw it out, and you throw the baby out as well. You didn't want to throw it, there was, the baby was your fucking precious baby. And I see people do this a lot with books, where they will say, I don't like the tone of voice, or I don't like the author, I don't like this or that, or whatever, I'm going to discard the entire book. Remember that if I'm recommending a book to you, I'm recommending it for a reason. And now you don't have to love the entire book. I don't want you to. I've just said that. I don't want you guys to love every single thing that I love. You won't. If you did, the world would be incredibly boring, right? Like there would be no uniqueness between me and you. But listen to why someone is recommending something to you. Or see if you can push apart your preconceived notions. You know, I don't like spirituality shit. I don't like woo-woo shit. Fine. Reasonable. Push that stuff aside and see if there's a takeaway message from what from the book. So another good example is a book that I really like called Why We Sleep by Matthew Walker. And the crux of this book is all about like, you know, why people don't sleep very well, how you can fix it, how caffeine and alcohol affect your sleep, you know, how noisy environments affect your sleep, uh, how night shift work is horrible for you, blah, 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 how getting seven hours or less of sleep is, you know, literally torturing your body and causing long-term damage, all that kind of shit. Personally, when I read the book, I felt like it got very bogged down in a, a lot of like scientific, just for me, it felt like just almost circle jerking. It was just like he's going around in circles saying like, look at this study and this study and this study and this study and not actually getting to the point of like, here's my recommendations. I personally like books that give you actionable advice. Most of what I teach you guys and how I get my information across to you guys is actionable advice, right? I will say, go and do this, go and take action. This book to me wasn't that. And so what I did was I started skim reading. I started going, okay, I don't necessarily like the way this guy presents information. It's not for me. It's not the way I would. It's not the way I learn. It's a really long fucking book. And most of it is him just going on and on about studies. And yet, guess what? I got so much out of this book because I skim read it and jumped to the parts that were important. And I thought I took a step back and thought, what is the uh, author trying to get across to me? I zoomed out. I took a step back. What is the overall message? Okay. Sleep is important. Sleep is probably paramount. It's probably the most important thing aside from maybe eating, or it's right up there with eating and drinking and sleeping. Those three things are the most important things. Okay, cool. That's the takeaway message. I get it now. And so when you're reading a book like Letting Go, if you have these feelings of like, this is too spiritual, this is too woo-woo, take a step back, zoom out, what is the author trying to get across to me? 
He's trying to get across the idea that I need to let go of my preconceived notions. I need to let go of my ego. I need to try and move myself from negative emotions up into a higher emotional state. So if I'm feeling angry, bitter, grumpy, resentful, guilty, shameful, I want to try and let go of those emotions, which is what the book teaches you to do, and move up into happiness, joy, gratitude, peace, abundance mentality, love, all of that kind of shit. So take a step back, look at what the author is trying to get across, and then go hunting for that message, go hunting for how to actually do that in the book. Read the book through that lens, which is really what I'm telling you to do here. Read it through the lens of, okay, this author wants me to move up into a higher emotional state. This author wants me to go from unhappy to happy. How can I find that? How can I find how to do that in this book? And then that book is a much easier read. Another thing I will say on top of all of that is sometimes you're just not going to connect with a book. Even if you take all the advice I'm giving you here, you will try it. You will try and be open-minded. You'll try your best and you'll still just go, I just, I'm sorry, Andy. And don't say sorry to me for fuck's sakes, but I just, I don't like this book. I just, it's not for me. I've had some books recommended to me and even though I'm open-minded and I try, I just get halfway through the book and I'm like, look, I gave this a really good go. I really tried. I just don't think this book connects with me. It's just not my book. And that's okay. That will absolutely happen as you go through this journey called life, right? You're not going to click with everything that's had a big impact on me. Even if you're open-minded and you try, don't stress. You are going to have to go through life and you're going to find your own Bibles just as I found mine. When I say Bible, I mean a book or a podcast or something that's very meaningful to you. I'm always interested when I say to people, what is your... Like, what are your top five pieces of content that I, Andy, have ever put out? Nobody ever gives the same answer. I always get different answers and for different reasons. You know, one of my mates, Cam, you guys know him as Radical on the forums. He said the the article that means the most to him was the How to Break Up with Girls article. That was like one of the most meaningful articles he's ever read. Most of you have probably never fucking read that article. You're like, how do you break up with girls? You just say, hey, I'm sorry. I don't want to see you anymore. This was fun. You know, no hard feelings, all the best. But for him, someone that was going through a really tough sort of like friend zone kind of situation, that article like saved, not saved him, but like it was comforting to him. And so for me, an article that was really comforting was the good looking loser article called Relax. You'll eventually get pussy. I read this article probably 200 fucking times in my life. And that article was like my Bible. I bet most of you have never read that. You have no, if you went and read it now, you'd be like, bro, this article is just like, it's a, it's good, but like, it's not amazing. This was your Bible. You read this 200 times. Yes, because it was personally significant to me. And so you guys are on your own path through life. You're going to have your own Bibles or your own meaningful, you know, scriptures or your own meaningful. And when I say scripture, I mean an article, a podcast, a YouTube video, a book, Uh, wisdom that someone gave you, whatever it is, you're going to have your own Bibles, your own scriptures, your own, you know, methods of getting through this thing called life. And you have to sort of trust yourself that you're going to find your own path. It's going to be different from mine. As for, I want to quickly touch on the actual law of attraction here. And I'm going to skim through this because I got to go, I'm going out in a second, you know, road trip day with Imogen. We're going to go somewhere cool. It's going to be fun. So the actual law of attraction, saying that it doesn't resonate with you, I think a lot of people misunderstand the law of attraction. And that's because to be fair, 
a lot of the time when someone explains or, or says the law of attraction, <clears throat> they will say it in kind of a woo-woo way. And once you understand it deeply, you'll see that there is a lot of wisdom in the woo-woo way. But I understand that for a lot of you, you're like, bro, this is just woo-woo shit. Like, how does this actually apply? A lot of you want some more tangible, like less kind of vague woo-woo descriptions. So here's what I'll say. The law of attraction, a lot of people, when they explain it, when the people saying it, what they miss out is they miss out the fact that this isn't just like sit there and believe good things will come and then they will come. Like that's missing a key part. You need to believe good things will come and then you need to take action to make them happen. So for those of you who understand what I'm saying there, like you need to actually go out and do something. You have to make it happen. You guys might like a book called Extreme Ownership by Jocko Willink. You might like Jordan Peterson's book, 12 Rules for Life, because those are the same sort of thing. They're basically saying like you deserve things, but you got to actually step in and make it happen. That resonates with a lot more people. And when I say that to people, when I say the law of attraction is a great fucking, like it works, but you have to take action as well. People go like, oh, fuck. Okay, that, that makes sense now. That's what was missing. That last little bit of take action. The law of attraction itself is ridiculously fucking useful. And there's a reason that I talk about it. I don't specifically call it the law of attraction because people get shut off when I do. But I sneak it in there, you guys. I say it all the fucking time and you guys don't know that I'm doing it. Basically, the way I phrase it is you want to believe that good things will happen if you take action. You want to believe that you're worthy. You want to be an optimist. You want to believe that there are always solutions to problems, that like no problem is insurmountable. And when you have this kind of optimistic or this like hustling mindset or this I will take action, I will fix things mindset, you are infinitely more successful than when you're a pessimist. Because if you believe good things will come, if you believe you deserve good things, you will seek those good things out because that's what you believe you deserve, right? If you deserve, you know, a great life, but your life sucks right now, you're going to be like, I deserve better than this. What the fuck? I'm not going to settle for less than success. I'm not going to tolerate this bullshit, this drama. You know, any bullshit or drama in my life is like a hurdle that I'm just going to jump over rather than if you're a pessimist or if you don't believe in the law of attraction, you're going to sit there and go like, man, I deserve this bullshit drama. I deserve this miserable life. Why should I even try and fix this? This is what I deserve. I don't deserve better than this. So the law of attraction is ridiculously useful in ensuring that you're going to try harder and you're going to have that winner's mindset, like playing to win. And so that's another concept that I talk about a lot. I say, have a winner's mindset, not a loser's mindset. What I mean by that is think about winning. Don't worry about losing. Don't go like, oh my God, what if I lose? What if I fail? What if I get rejected? Who gives a shit? Think about winning. What if this girl does give me her phone number? What if I do make a million dollars? What if I do overcome my depression? Focus on winning. That's you. Liter that's literally the law of attraction. The law of attraction is basically look at the goal, keep that in your mind, and then it will be like a magnet. You'll be pulled towards that goal. That's the same shit that I say to you guys. I just don't phrase it in terms of the law of attraction. I tell you guys, obsess about your goals, fantasize about your goals to make you believe that they're possible. I did a fucking YouTube video called fantasize about your goals to make you believe they're possible. That's the law of attraction, gentlemen. I you see how I sneak it in there. I sneak it in there. I rewrite it. And that's a greater point that a lot of concepts, a lot of ideas just come from previous ideas in the past, but they're just rewritten in a way that makes more sense for the modern man or for a different audience or for you guys, like whatever. And so 
you know, another thing that I've talked about is every problem has a solution or always look for solutions, not problems. Focus on solutions, not problems. That's another way of me talking about the law of attraction. If you're obsessed with solutions, you're basically holding the solution in mind or you're trying to find one and then keeping that in mind. And you're going to be pulled towards that like a magnet because you're obsessing about that solution. You want it to happen. You have a winner's mindset. Guys, come on. I'm, I'm, I'm not doing it to trick you, but that's me sneaking in the law of attraction. Or a better way of phrasing that is that's me rewriting the law of attraction so that it makes more sense to you guys. So again, I really want to tell you guys that when you're reading through a book or you hear a concept and your, your brain first goes like, oh, that's bullshit. That's woo-woo. That's your ego talking. Pause. Take a step back. Zoom out. Try and figure out, is there some wisdom here? Did the person maybe just not explain it to me in a way that resonates with me? What if I rewrite what they say? What if I, I paraphrase what they just said? Would that make more sense to me? And so if you guys resonate with taking action, if you resonate with obsessing about your goals, if you resonate with fantasizing about your goals to give you hope and motivation that you could achieve them, if you guys understand the concept of like having a winner's mindset, that's the law of attraction. I just rewrote it for you guys in a way that makes sense to you guys in a more masculine, taking action, energetic kind of way. It's, it's more easily digestible to you guys, right? You guys deserve to win. You deserve to reach your goals. That's the law of fucking attraction. So I really want to make it clear. I'm going to finish up. Take some useful information from or, or take whatever useful info you can from every book or article or podcast that I recommend. You don't have to take in the whole book. You don't have to love the whole podcast. I don't expect you to. I don't love everything. But if I'm recommending something to you guys, it's for a reason. So don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. I will leave links in the description below to the book, Letting Go. I'll also link to the threesome guide that I mentioned at the start of this. Uh, if you want coaching, you know, at the start of this, I mentioned the guy that we're talking about here is in my coaching group. He's a fucking awesome guy, actually. This guy in particular, funnily enough, has had a threesome. He had a threesome in like his second fucking week of coaching. He was an interesting case. He was very much like one of those guys that's fully fucking capable of having an amazing sex life. He just felt ugly. He thought he was like, I think he'd only slept with like two girls in his entire life. I think he's like late twenties. And he very much felt like, you know, because I've only slept with two girls, I must be a piece of shit. And we were all like, dude, no, you just need to actually try this shit. Within the second fucking week, he has a threesome. I think he's had sex with 10 girls now and he's only like 10 weeks into the coaching program. So, you know, if you want to join this guy, Come say hi. Um, I'll leave a link in the description below, or you can go to killyourinnerloser.com forward slash coaching. Hit me up. Let's kick your ass into gear. Yeah. Enjoy, guys. Go out there, as always, and crush those goddamn goals.